We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going to bring you back to the story about the Oklahoma University Children's Hospital, where they boldly and specifically promote gender transitioning therapy and surgery. And they're now saying that they won't use $39 million of ARPA money to do any of that. And our Republican legislature is buying this? I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. If you listened to yesterday's show, you know that the topic was the Roy G. Biv program at Oklahoma University's Children's Hospital and how our Republican legislature here in Oklahoma is on the verge of giving the University of Oklahoma at least $39 million of ARPA money that can easily be used and will be used to support this program. Now, I gave you some phone numbers to call yesterday, and I'm going to give you those phone numbers again today at the end of the show. But I want to give you more information today, because if you have texted or emailed or called your senator or your representative, they're likely telling you right now, that HB 1007 will prohibit any of those ARPA dollars, any of those tax dollars from being used for these purposes, that they've put language in the legislation that will stop Oklahoma University from using the money for that purpose. What I'm going to tell you right now is that's either a blatant lie or the legislator that you're talking to, the representative or the senator that you're talking to, is naive and deceived. So they're either lying to you, or they're naive and they're being deceived by Republican leadership. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, this, it doesn't work this way. You can't give $39 million to an entity that's engaged in evil and then pretend that somehow that little bit of money that you gave them will not permeate into the entire pool, if you will, and be part of the total budget, that it will not be used for nefarious purposes, that somehow it's going to be protected from the contamination of everything else. It doesn't work that way. You can't dump a gallon or two of arsenic into your farm pond and expect your cattle to go drink out of that pond and just drink around the poison and not get exposed to the contamination that has permeated the entire pool of water. Okay. Another example would be one bad apple spoils the whole bunch girl. You know that song? Okay, well, the point there is one bad apple, the rotten apple, will cause all of the rest to go rotten too. And another way to look at it is if the entire barrel is rotten and you put a good one in it, you can't expect that good apple to be uncontaminated from all the rest. Here's another example. Jesus talks to us repeatedly about the yeast of the Pharisees. Be, beware of the leavening of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Now, what is Christ saying here? He's basically telling us the obvious. 
you can't take a little bit of unleavened flour and put it in a dough that is already permeated with yeast and expect your little bit of flour to be unaffected by all of the rest. It doesn't work that way. When you engage with those things that the Pharisees are doing, when you become part of their community, if you will, when you start giving your money to them, when you start giving your time to them, when you start aligning with them, you're not going to be able to remain uncontaminated by them. You can't put a little bit of your flour into a lump of leavened dough and expect your flour to remain unleavened. It doesn't work that way. Again, that's not the nature of yeast. That's what Christ is telling us. There are times when you have to draw lines in the sand. There are times when you have to remain separate. And that goes for this particular story. Don't tell me, and don't let them tell you, that you can drop $39 million on the University of Oklahoma's medical system and think that that money is not going to somehow affect, support, and enhance what they're doing at the Oklahoma Children's Hospital. Oh, we're not going to use it for that, they're telling you. We've put language in the legislation that will stop it from being used for that. Well, there's nothing in the language in the legislation that stops OU from continuing to do what it's doing. There's nothing in there. So do, they, do these legislators, do these senators and representatives not understand internal accounting? Do they not know that when you give an organization $39 million and you don't put any restrictions on how they do their internal accounting or you don't make it illegal to engage in certain nefarious things, do they not understand, do our senators and representatives not understand that all that organization needs to do is move money from account A to account B? Oh, they can claim that the money you just gave them is not being used for a certain thing. But just shift the money. Just shift the money internally, and that $39 million does what? It enhances the entire operation. It poisons the entire pool. It allows the organization to continue to do exactly what it was doing. And in fact, it enhances it even further because you just gave them $39 million extra to do a better job of the very things that you disagreed with in the first place. So on today's show, I'm going to share with you directly from the website that's still up as of this morning. Now I have to wonder if they're going to take it down like Vanderbilt University took theirs down when they started suffering negative press as a result of Matt Walsh and the Daily Wire's investigation of them. I have to wonder if OU is going to take this website down from their children's hospital. But it's still up this morning. I'm going to read to you exactly what they say on their website in terms of the services they provide. And then I'm going to ask you the question, how can your representative, your senator, your Republican, your conservative guy that you've just voted for, how can he give $39 million to OU when they still promote this stuff on their website? How? Why? And why in the world are your Republican leaders down in Oklahoma City, in the Senate and the House, refusing to even hear a bill that would make this child abuse and body mutilation illegal here in the state? Why? Why won't they even hear a bill? 
If they want to give the $39 million to OU after they pass a law making all body mutilation and child abuse illegal here in the state of Oklahoma, then let's talk about it then. But until they want to pass this law, I'm suggesting this. They're either lying to you or they're naive and ignorant and just poorly informed. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. We'll start out by sharing what the actual website for the Children's Hospital at the University of Oklahoma says about gender identity issues and the services that they provide. I'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to The Rebellion. So yesterday, after I did my show, where I encouraged you to call your state representatives and your senators and tell them not to support this funding, I decided to do the same myself, obviously, and practice what I preached. So I sent a text to um, a state representative. I'm going to keep his name out of it right now to try to be fair to him. So if he comes around and does the right thing, I'm not going to try to shame him and out him on this show. At least not yet. I guess my assumption is with a little bit of information, he might come around and recognize what I'm trying to say. And if so, he'll become an ally rather than somebody I have to work against. That's my hope and that's my goal. And I encourage you to to approach your representatives in a similar fashion, unless you just have tried before and you know that they're they're not telling you the truth and they're not willing to support your conservative views. In that case, I would out them publicly and I would make sure that nobody ever votes for them again. All right, so here's a note that I sent to a, to a state representative. I said, please vote against any funding, ARPA or otherwise, for OU Med until a law is passed making it illegal in Oklahoma to perform any and all gender-altering therapy and or surgery on minors. Until such a law exists, any funds allocated, even with promises that they will not be used for such purposes, are little more than a shell game that permit the receiving agency to move dollars internally from one account to another. And then I gave this representative a link to yesterday's show. Now, here's the response I received back from this representative. He said this, I want you to hear what I'm saying right now, and then we're going to talk about what what the uh, website says for the OU Children's Hospital. The response I received back from this representative, this state rep, was this. They don't have to make promises. The bill includes language that funding shall not be used for gender anything. It is to be used to build a facility for mental health beds. We need it bad. I've shipped kids to Arkansas and as far as California. We need those beds in Oklahoma. Close quote. Now, did you hear what he said? He said, They don't have to make promises. He uses that word promises because that's what I said in my note to him. In other words, I said in my note, I don't trust their promises. We need to have a law that makes it illegal in the state of Oklahoma to do this stuff, to mutilate children, to cut off healthy body parts. That should be illegal in our state. We don't believe that anybody should be doing that to a minor. Uh, that's common sense. Who, who could possibly disagree with that? This is child abuse, pure and simple. So I said, I don't trust their promises. I use that word. His response back to me was, they don't have to make promises. The bill includes language that funding shall not be used for gender anything. It is to be used. The money is to be used to build a facility for mental health beds, and we need those beds badly here in the state of Oklahoma is what he's saying. Now, I immediately responded back to him. And I said this, 
We both know that this is merely a shell game. I've spoken with other elected officials at great length and understand the budget implications here. I understand them very well. I also know from nearly two decades of managing a university's budget how internal accounting is done. The claim that this will not be used for X, Y, and Z is disingenuous at best. The dollars allocated merely permit the receiving institution to move money internally and pretend that they're not engaging in the prohibited programs when indeed they are. The lobbyists like Holly Hunt and James McSpadden, who are promoting this program and trying to get this $39 million, obviously understand exactly what I'm saying, because otherwise, why are they content and happy with this quote-unquote solution? And then I said this, and even more telling is the fact that Hunt and McSpadden, again, these lobbyists, as well as OU Med, are all naming and saying that this is a Roy G. Biv program. That's their language. They're the ones that come up with that. They're the ones that, say, that are saying, we want you to support the Roy G. Biv program. Now, So if those lobbying for this money agree that it's not going to be used, for gender anything, then why are they using the acronym for the colors of the rainbow? Roy G. Biv, again, is not a real name. This is not a proper name. This is not some person's name. Roy G. Biv is an acronym for the colors of the rainbow. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Roy G. Biv. So why? And I mentioned earlier, I mentioned earlier that I talked with Tom Gann, a representative, who's on the right side of this issue. He's the good guy in this story. I talked to him on the phone, and he said that Hunt and McSpadden and OU Med specifically called this the Roy G. Pro, the Roy G. Biv program in front of him. Gann confronted them by asking them repeatedly. He said, who's Roy G. Biv? This was in a caucus meeting. And they wouldn't answer him. And after two or three redirects, Gann finally got them to admit that Roy G. Biv is not a real person, but rather an acronym for the colors of the rainbow, like I just said. And Representative Gann also told me this. In that same caucus meeting, after he embarrassed them by confronting them and forcing them to admit that this isn't named after a real person, but it's actually a program with the moniker of the LGBTQIA rainbow, when he got them to admit that, he also pushed further where they admitted to him that they have done top surgeries, quote-unquote, their language, on minors at the Oklahoma Children's Hospital. And again, I told you yesterday what top and bottom surgeries are. Again, I'm using their language. Top surgeries are essentially surgeries of the chest, um, mastectomies on minors. That's a top surgery. And then bottom surgeries are the removal or the alteration of genitalia. And they're making a lot of money on this. Again, go to the Vanderbilt story. Bottom surgeries can produce as much as $100,000 to $200,000 of revenue for the hospital. And the other surgeries, top surgeries, bring in around $40,000, $50,000 of revenue, plus the ongoing health, quote-unquote, health care that's necessary after you mutilate these children. And that says nothing about the hormone treatments and all of that stuff that brings in money too. 
This is all money-related. The entire discussion is related to money. We wouldn't be talking about it in the public right now if they weren't pushing for their $39 million of your money, tax money, money that you and I generated because of our work and our payment of our taxes. Now, you could dispute that and say, well, even that's not entirely true because Joe Biden and his administration are merely printing fake money, monopoly money, that they're using for these ARPA funds, and that's a different story, a different time. There's some truth to that. But for the sake of argument, let's just agree that tax dollars are generated by you and me, and therefore they're telling you and me that we have to pay for this garbage. And now they're pretending that somehow giving $39 million of our tax money to OU Med is not going to enhance and aid and abet their children's hospital to continue to do the work that they want to do. Are you serious? How stupid do you think we are? If there is no law to prohibit OU Med or anybody else in the state of Oklahoma from mutilating children in their hospitals, then why do you think this money won't be used for that purpose? Why do you think that the money isn't going to go to these services in one way or another, either directly or indirectly? No money should be appropriated until a law is passed making this child abuse and mutilation illegal. I'm going to say it a thousand times over. You can't put one good apple into a barrel of bad ones and claim that it isn't rotten with all of the rest. I've said that earlier in the show. And likewise, you can't put one dollar of your money into a bank that profits from evil and pretend that your portfolio remains clean. Christ's statement about avoiding the yeast of the Pharisees. He was clearly telling us that we can't put a little bit of our flour into a batch of leavened dough and expect it not to rise with the rest. And again, my analogy of a rancher with a pond on his farm or ranch. You can't dump a gallon of poison into the pool and then expect your cows to drink around the poison water. It doesn't work that way. You've contaminated the whole thing. And likewise, you can't dump a gallon of clean water into a poison pool and expect your animals to find just that clean water and to use it and it alone. No, you contaminated all of it. All of it. And our Republican legislators should know this giving $39 million of ARPA money to an organization that continues, as I speak, to have a children's hospital that specializes in sexual and gender, gender identity issues and transition services is wrong. We should not do it. And you need to call your representative and your senator and tell them why. And here's what the website says, just a little bit of it. I'll give you that actual website so that you can go look it up yourself, so you can read from it when you call your rep and your senator today. Here's a little bit of what it says. This is on their website on ouhealth.com, and then go to the Children's Hospital. ouhealth.com, and then go to the Children's Hospital tab. Here's what it says. Sexual and gender identity issues. Finding a way through the challenges of growth and development from childhood to young adulthood can involve many issues related to gender identity and sexual orientation. As you or a loved one in your family up to age 24 face these concerns, know that you're not alone. You can find compassionate and affirming care for all of your health needs. Addressing sexuality and gender identity issues close to home. No matter where you are in Oklahoma or your surrounding region, you can take advantage of the Adolescent 
Medicine Roy G. Biv program at Oklahoma Children's Hospital at OU Health Center in Oklahoma City, where we can help address your concerns about gender identity and sexual orientation. You'll work with our interdisciplinary team of highly trained specialists who serve the mental health, nutritional, and medical needs of all LGBTQ youth, including those moving toward gender affirmation and those who identify as, and I want you to hear this, listen very closely right now, lesbian, gay, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, or other sexual orientations, female to male transgender, male to female transgender, as well as non-binary, gender-fluid, agender, or other gender. And then under the headline of gender-affirming treatments and services, this is what you really need to listen to right now. Read this to your rep and senator when you call them. They provide these treatments and services. They promote it. They're advertising it on their website. They say this, as a participant in the Roy G. Biv program, you benefit from the gender-affirming scope of treatment that includes discussing concerns or questions about gender, pausing puberty to further explore gender, managing gender-affirming hormone therapy, helping find surgeons who perform gender-affirming surgeries, coordinating individual and family therapy as needed, collaborating with schools, and then addressing common adolescent issues, including mood-related or menstrual problems. I'm going to go back and highlight a couple things that they just said they provide services that they're advertising and promoting. They want you to take advantage of them. You're going to pay them for these services. Your tax dollars, $39 million, is going to be allocated to OU Med. And under the umbrella of OU Health, OU Med, is this children's hospital. And one of the things they do is provide therapy and services to pause puberty. That's called puberty blockers. They're going to they're gonna stop the natural maturation process of your children. And they think this isn't going to cause problems. Maybe there's a reason that you need all of these mental health beds, legislator X, Y, and Z. Maybe the reason that you think we're short of mental health beds in the state of Oklahoma is because you're promoting this garbage that screws up our children and stops their normal maturation. You think maybe they're going to have mental health issues as the result? Pausing puberty to further explore gender. Managing gender-affirming hormone therapy. You're going to inject a bunch of hormones into their bodies, and then you're going to expect them to have normal mental maturation? Hmm. Maybe, just maybe, the reason we need so many mental health beds right now is because some of the stuff we're doing is actually causing, causing the problem rather than solving the problem. Maybe we ought to think about that before we throw... 39 million more dollars at OU Med. And then they actually say they help find surgeons who perform gender-affirming surgeries. They will help find a doctor that will actually butcher your child's body. That's what this website says. And we're just going to write a blank check for $39 million to OU. OU Health. When under the umbrella of OU Health on their own website is this particular clinic, this particular program, where they do these specific and particular things. And we're going to pretend that our money is going to be put in that bank and that it's not going to be used for those purposes. We're going to pretend that we can dump a gallon of clean water into this poisoned pool 
and that our water will remain clean and that we can expect our animals to drink around the bad stuff and just find that gallon of pure water. We're going to pretend. We're going to pretend that you can put a little bit of unleavened flour into a lump of leavened dough and that the whole thing won't be affected by the yeast? You're going to pretend that. You're going to pretend that you can put one clean apple into a barrel of rotten apples and that all will be well, that that apple will still be healthy and good to eat a few days, a few weeks later. No, it is crazy and naive or dishonest to pretend otherwise. Okay, so I don't have that much time left in the show, so I want to give you some phone numbers again to call here before we conclude today. All right, Governor Stitt's office. And again, I think Governor Stitt is on the right side of this issue, but he needs people to back him. He needs thousands of you to back him. So call Governor Stitt and tell him that you do not want any of this money allocated until there's a law passed. Tell him that you want the leaders of the Senate and the leaders of the House to hear a bill, a bill that's being promoted by Representative Tom Gann to make all of this garbage illegal in the state of Oklahoma. Governor Stitt's phone number is 405-521-2342. One more time for the governor, 405-521-2342. Also, you need to call the Senate leadership. The Health and Human Services Committee is chaired by Senator Paul Rossino, and his number is 405-521-5618. Again, the chair of Health and Human Services Committee is Senator Paul Rossino, 405-521-5618. And the vice chair of that committee is John Haste, H-A-S-T-E. Senator John Haste, his number is 405-521-5602. One more time, 405-521-5602. Now, the Senate pro tem, the president pro tem, is Greg Treat. He's the one with the authority. He could move this bill forward to be heard, to let it at least be discussed and debated on the floor of the Senate as to whether or not all of this garbage should be legal or illegal in the state of Oklahoma. Greg Treat's phone number is 405-521-5632. Okay, the pro tem, the Senate pro tem is Greg Treat, 405-521-5632. And the appropriations chair is Roger Thompson, 405-521-5588, 405-521-5588. The House leadership is also very important here. Now, the Public Health Committee for the House is chaired by Cynthia Rowe, R-O-E, Her number is 405-557-7365. Again, she's the chairperson of the Public Health Committee for the House. And her number is 405-557-7365. Now, the Speaker of the House is Charles McCall. And again, he has great authority. He needs to work with Senator Treat to make sure that Tom Gann's bill is heard. Charles McCall's number is 405-557-7365. 7412. Again, the Speaker of the House is Charles McCall, 405-557-7412. Call these people right now. Go to this website that I've given you on the Children's Hospital under the umbrella of OU Health. Make sure that you make it clear that you do not support any allocation of any money from any source until this child mutilation in the state of Oklahoma is made illegal illegal in every way, shape, and form. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.